Good afternoon, everybody. This is Ed Keating. I'm the co-founder and chief data officer at Cannabis Media. And thanks for tuning in for our Q1 licensing leaderboard. This is where we look back at the last three months or the first three months of the quarter and uh, share with you what we've seen in our database as new licenses have been issued and others have perhaps not renewed. So we're going to start off with some just quick and easy stats that'll help you get a sense for what we've been seeing uh, as we've researched Q1. So first off, you know, how many store cultivation and manufacturing licenses were issued in Q1? So we found that there were 1,619 new licenses issued for just those activities. We obviously got a lot more licenses than that if you looked at all the other activities that we're tracking. But those are the three main ones in the value chain where we've got growing, manufacturing, and then selling. So what was the distribution like? Uh, we found 602 on the cultivation side, 337 on manufacturing, and then 680 store and or dispensaries, you know, sometimes in certain states, it might actually be both. So the, the ratio, as we see it is 37% were cultivation, 21% manufacturing, and 42% issued licenses for um, or stores. Digging in, in terms of uh, the number of states that issued, this is kind of interesting, given what we're seeing with some of the collapses in uh the price of wholesale. So a lot of states issued stores, not really a surprise. Uh, there's certainly been a lot of scrutiny here in the East Coast where I'm based. Everybody's looking at New York. How do they get more stores? How do they get more stores? But it appears that, you know, 27 out of, you know, all the states with cannabis uh, programs did issue more stores. Manufacturing, not quite as many, only 15, about half. And then cultivation, way lower. And you know, for anybody who's an industry observer, probably not a surprise. I can't imagine there's as much demand. A lot of the other research that we've been doing on sentiment um, with Wells Fargo shows that growers are really having a hard time. So there are licenses that are not getting renewed. And I think that also turns into simply new licenses not being issued. So overall, this looks at not just the new license issued, but the total active ones that we're tracking the database. We found that licenses are down 0.9% in the quarter. So this compares March 31st, how many licenses did we have for those three activities versus December 31st, 2022. So a slight declination. But what's interesting is to see how that ratio comes into play in terms of where we're up versus where we were down. So dispensary and retail, as we sort of saw in the previous slides, was up 5%. Big focus on stores. A lot of states need more stores, especially New York. Manufacturing, up only 3%, you know, not that much. But where we really saw the decline, and I think it's to nobody's surprise, is in cultivation, which was down almost 5%. And because there's so many cultivation licenses, 5% of that total is different than 5% of the dispensary retail. And you can see that here on the next slide, where we graphically show what does it look like over the last 12 months, not just the quarter, because you want to have a, a good longitudinal view here. So... As you look at these three lines, you can see sort of this subtle shift over the 
trailing 12 months. So cultivation by our estimates and our data went from just about 23,600 a year ago to 21,500. So pretty good size drop. Manufacturing grew from 5647 to 6236. And then retail grew the most from 9790 to 11,720. So not a surprise, I think, for any industry watchers. Um, I, I didn't really know what was going to happen with manufacturing as much because those licenses, as we've seen in, in some of the research we've done, are not as volatile as cultivation and retail in terms of movement. And there are just less of them uh, across the industry. So once again, not a giant surprise there. But let's look at these three activities on a state leaderboard side. So these are sorted by most licenses to fewest. First, we'll start with is cultivation. So as we said earlier, 602 new cultivation licenses were issued in Q1 by 14 states. 56% of these were from Oklahoma. But look at the rate of issuance in terms of how that number has changed. It went from 230 in January all the way down to 18 in March. And even though we're focusing on Q1, if you look at April, only six new cultivation licenses were issued in Oklahoma. So that is a giant change. I mean, all these numbers in decline uh, are, are you know really hard to argue with. Oklahoma has been at the top of the leaderboard almost since we started doing leaderboards back in like 2018, 2019. And here looking just to generate 230 out of the 330 new licenses in that month all came from Oklahoma. But in March, it was only 18 out of 85. Big, giant drop. So that's significant. And I think for anybody who is marketing or selling you know, across the US and looking at where licenses are, there's definitely a, a big change of foot here in Oklahoma. And it continues in manufacturing. So similar story here, Oklahoma accounted for 70% of the newly issued licenses for manufacturing. Uh, but as with cultivation, the number declined every month. So if you look at the trend in January, they were responsible for 85% of the new January licenses. Only 62% of the licenses in February, although that's still a giant, giant number. And then 33% uh, in March. In April, there were only four new licenses. Um, there were only four new licenses that uh, were issued for manufacturing coming out of uh, the state. So definitely some some changes here as uh, Oklahoma winds down its its um, its program really, and, and the moratorium really takes shape. So let's see. Looking ahead, lastly, to retail, a lot of licenses here. 680 new dispensary retail licenses were issued in Q1. Oklahoma was responsible for almost half. And as with cultivation and manufacturing, definitely a drop off. Um, the downward trend continued as we went into Q2. 
there were only six licenses issued in April. So the trend continues and we'll show that uh, as we move forward. But just to give you a sense of scale, Oklahoma was responsible for 60% of those new licenses in January, 53% in February, and 24% in March. So obviously there's been a big, big change in terms of the impact that Oklahoma is having in terms of um, license issuance. What I'd like to do now is show you what we see the moratorium looking like over the quarter and actually into April. So the moratorium for any of you who aren't familiar with it was issued last summer and it was supposed to start August 1st and then was kicked out to the end of August. Quite simply, it said, we're not going to issue any more licenses uh, for a two-year period. And we could cut that off earlier if we choose to, but you know we have the ability to do uh, you know, those kind of changes. And it appears that they had a big backlog to work through because September 2022 was one of the biggest issuing months for Oklahoma. Uh, definitely a ton of licenses were issued. And we saw that continue right through, you know, January, looking at this uh, stack here, there were 561 licenses issued in January of this year. So they were still kicking it out, but obviously it's come all the way down to April, 2023 where there's only 16 licenses issued. So definitely a giant, giant change for the um, for the state in terms of what they have been able to make available. And I think they've really tried hard to manage the, um, the problems that they've seen in the state with having too many licenses. So, you know, we're going to continue to keep an eye on it, but it's definitely been a a big change for uh, for Oklahoma and I think for the industry as a whole. Digging further into the state, it's interesting to see how Oklahoma's licensing ratios are different than what we've seen in some other states. So, for example, um, if you look at the percentages, you can see that the state of Oklahoma had a very different percentage of licenses where cultivation was 37%, but retail was also 37%. And if you look in the middle where we take Oklahoma essentially off the charts, you can see that the rest of the country, half their licenses were, were new stores. And um, and then if you look at the bottom, we can see that uh, looking at the whole country that it's only 42%. So it just shows really the swing or the impact that you know one giant issuing state can have. And now that that state is kind of going away, wh what's that going to look like? How will these ratios change? You know, I also think it's interesting that it's manufacturing and cultivation, essentially the production side of Oklahoma, where all these licenses were issued. It's almost as if, you know, they were looking or people were looking toward uh, perhaps an export market, which we've heard a lot of in Oklahoma, where licenses were, you know, being used to ship product um, out of state. And 
you know, I can't say that those licenses were used for that, but there's definitely some challenges that that state has been going through. And I think now with some of the new regulations that have uh, been floated out, including a longer moratorium, higher fees for licenses, I think the state is going to really uh, drastically change. And it's definitely still a, a state that we're going to keep an eye on. But as I publish these posts, you know, for the next you know, 10, eight months to the end of the year, I don't think we're going to see Oklahoma at the top of the leaderboard anymore because if they're only issuing 16 licenses in a month instead of 600, that's a just a, a, a ridiculous uh, difference. So uh, in terms of looking at licenses and data, I did want to point out that there's a lot of ways that our customers use this data. So, you know, here's an example of somebody who built a collection of licenses. I think it's uh, New York cultivation. And with our tools, they're able to uh, download the list, do emails, manage it in our CRM so that they can keep track of the licenses that they care about. So it's a way that you know, we help our customers track the licenses that are most important to them. Similarly, we've got a whole uh, business intelligence product for our uh, customers who are really tracking the data about the licenses. So this is an example here of all the licenses in the Northeast and how they're growing over time. And with this tool, our customers can come in, right click on this table down here, download all this information into Excel and really do whatever they need to in terms of research to manipulate and, and use that data. So um, just wanted to make sure that people had an understanding of more of what cannabis media does. So in wrapping up, there are really three key points that I took away in putting together the, the data for this and what we've noticed over the quarter. So there are 1,619 new licenses issued just for those three activities. The total licenses have actually declined, you know, not by a lot, but just under 1%. And I expect that to continue. I think that we've seen this in a lot of states where the supply of cannabis is vastly outstripping the demand. And I think we're probably gonna see more of these grow licenses come under even more pressure. Um, so it's gonna be still, I think, a, a hard time as we go through this contraction. And then finally, you know, we see that Oklahoma's moratorium is definitely now having an impact. I mean, that graph that shows it coming down from 600 down to 16, it really, I think, speaks volumes because since they started their program in, I think it was 2018, it's really been uh, a licensing powerhouse. And now I think the regulators have really stepped up and they're making changes to uh, that program that is going to impact the state, and I think also a lot of the ancillary vendors that have done a lot of work in, in Oklahoma. So wanted to provide some contact information in case anybody had um, follow-ups they wanted to do. We'll keep that up on the board. Um, and also see that there's been a couple questions that have come through. Um, so Clico Castile asks, there's a comment. Um, let's see. Hold on. Oops. Oh, there we go. Um, so the state of Illinois, Illinois was low on the issuance list for Q1. Could you give more insight into that state? And uh, this is actually a question that uh, um, 
was asked by Brittany. And Illinois has been an interesting state for us to follow because there have been so many lawsuits there that have really held things up. So even though it looks like license issuance is slow, one of the things that we've picked up on is it may be that there's a lot of pending licenses in there. And that's not been part of our analysis, uh, Brittany, but that could be one of the reasons why it looks low, but we know there's, you know, it's a big market and there's been a lot of, um, a lot of activity there on the licensing front. And uh, we know the regulators have been working really hard there to sort of update their program and make sure that, you know, they're doing all the work they can do to get the licenses uh, issued. And um, Coleco Castile asked, do you know that there are similarities between Oklahoma and the Oregon market, um, including uh, a moratorium? And it's a great consumer state, but lots of operators stepping out of the market these days. I mean, in some ways, Coleco, I wonder if Oregon is going to show Oklahoma what happens when you put in a moratorium, because to my recollection, this is not the first moratorium that Oklahoma has had. Uh, they had one, they shut it down for really a short time, and then they brought one back. So I, I think we're going to see more of this. I know I, I'd written about this uh, earlier in the year where we saw other states where the license holders were asking about the possibility of a moratorium, including Massachusetts, which is a bordering state to where I am in Connecticut, because they have a lot of cultivation licenses and they have uh, a price that is dropping. And even in Connecticut, where I'm based, we've seen reports that the, the price seems to be dropping. And there's been a movement to allow hemp farmers to be cultivators of cannabis as they've done in New York. And that would obviously drive the um, would drive the quantity up and probably the price down. So um, we'll have to see how that uh, how that plays out. But uh, but great question. All right. Well, if there are no other questions, we'll call that a wrap. Uh, as I said, you've got ways to reach us here at cannabis.media, uh, sales at cannabis.media, and also ekeating at cannabis.media. So thanks so much for joining me today. And I'll look forward to speaking with you all next quarter when we do this and see what really happened uh, as this moratorium takes hold in Oklahoma. <laughs>